The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor Show. And you are tuned into the America's Web Radio Station. I am Victor Armanderes. Yes, the Mexican, not afraid to be American. Uh, there's so much to get to and so much. You know, I, I, I probably open every show with that, but my goodness, when you've got the, uh, the fools and the bozos that running the White House and running the Democrat, uh, running Washington, I should say. When you've got these kind of people running things, uh, there's going to be breaking news every, I would say every 24 hours, but probably every, every couple of hours. I mean, they have, did you ever think, ever think that we would have such incompetence in the White House? Um, and ladies and gentlemen, this is what you get. This is what you get when you put your faith into a man that everybody knew was suffering from some type of mental <laughs> decline. And, uh, and then you put your faith in, in a, in a party that is no longer putting the United States first. The, the Democrat party doesn't put the United States citizens first. The, the, the Democrat party puts everything else first. It puts itself, its power first. That means finding new voting groups. That means open borders. That means uh, giving the illegal way more attention than the actual citizen of this country. And that's what's been going on. This has been going on with the Democrat Party for years. As I've always told you and I mention all the time, uh, today's Democrat Party is not the yesteryear's Democrat Party. Today's Democrat Party is not the Kennedy Democrat Party. <laughs> today's Democrat Party, it is a uh, – you know – it's it's even move moving beyond socialist democrat party i mean you know they even call themselves socialist democrat socialist democ socialist democ i can't even say it socialist democrats <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you david uh, but you know for years they've even uh, with bernie sanders they've even started to admit it and calling and okay to call themselves socialist democrats or social democrats uh, now they're moving into flat out marxism and communism and you see it with the tax tactics they're using just because of a leaked supreme court decision which, which uh, folks what you got to understand what was leaked from the Supreme Court is not a decision. We don't know what the decision is yet. And if I were in Vegas and a betting man, um, I would probably put down a little money that 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 the uh, that Roe is not going to be struck down. Uh, we don't know this yet. All that we know is some peep squeak little libtard uh, leaked out uh, a a what could have been a dissenting decision, what could have been a dissenting draft. We just don't know. You know, the justices will, will always, uh, put out drafts and, and pass them amongst each other as one justice shows another justice where their thinking is and other justices are using it to try and pull, uh, the other justices their way. You've got John Roberts. I guarantee you, I promise you, John Roberts is, is, is doing everything he can to try and convince Kavanaugh and, and, and Amy, or one of them at least, to, uh, to uphold Roe. So we don't know. We don't know. But what we do, in fact, I would even venture to say that I, I wouldn't be surprised if John Roberts leaked just enough knowing that a Democrat operative activist would seize on it and then leak it to the world, uh, which, is, which is probably what happened. 
And honestly, um, I think, like I said last week, I think this is going to backfire on the Democrats by November. Um, and we'll see. And, and there's actually new polling out that's that's really backing up what I said last week, that the American people are not going to sit here and go, oh, gosh, hmm, how many people do I know in line for an abortion? How many people do I know that's pissed off at gas prices? How many people do I know that are having trouble living week to week because of the food prices and the inflation prices and the energy costs? Um, because, look, it's not just gas in your gas tank. Uh, start paying attention to your electric bill. Start paying attention to your uh, natural gas bill. It's all going up. And your uh, your your food bill, everything is going up. And, David, you look like you've got a comment. No, no, no comment. Just fill those tanks up, folks. Yeah, fill them up. That's right, because David has some interest in, <laughs> in some oil. Now, you know, um, I, you know, I. It's $104 I, a barrel today. 104 Wow. And it's going up. Right, it's going to continue. On 104.91. So wow, so it's going to be 105 bucks, and it's and it's going up. And and this is the kind of thing. This is what what some politicians will refer to as pocketbook issues. Um, I call it wallet pain, because nothing will turn a an, a so-called independent or a weeble wobble Democrat. Nothing will turn them to the GOP quicker than when they have to put. 50, 60, 100, 150, $200 into a gas tank. And when you're putting that into your gas tank every week or every week and a half, uh, that you feel that. You know, you can fool most of the American people with tax hikes because they don't see them and they don't feel them. And too many people in this country pay attention to their net paycheck and not their gross paycheck. So they don't even really realize how much taxes is being taken out of them. So you can hide that from them. But when you pull up to the gas pump, and I don't care if you're Joe Blow from the from the car plant or if you are um, some upper-class Molly, when you pull up to the gas pump and you're having to shell out when you used to fill your tank up for 25 bucks and now it's costing 75 to 100 bucks, you feel that instantaneously because you're either pulling cash out of your pocket to pay for it or you're putting it on a credit card. And, and let me give this warning. Let me give a nice America's Web Radio on point with Victor. Um, uh, how do I put it? Let me, let me put a good word of advice. If you're starting to turn to your credit cards now, you need to stop because that is a rabbit hole that you're going to go down. And before you know it, you're going to have a huge credit balance. And what's happening right now? The interest rates are going up. So if you start depending on your credit cards and your interest rate gets into the 20s, which that's where they're headed, you're going to be paying more in interest every month than your minimum payment is. And so I, the best advice that uh, we here can give you from On Point with Victor and the America's Web Radio is do everything you can to stay away from your credit cards because going down that rabbit hole right now, as the economy slows down, as we head to a recession, as we lose value in the market, as uh, inflation is taking value of the dollar away and all your costs are going up, the cost of using your credit card is also going up. And, and it's going to go up quick. And so I, I can just tell you, don't get trapped in the credit thing. You would be better off finding a, a, a second job to make a little extra cash to use instead of your credit card. Trust me, I've been there. I have been there. I have been as about as broke as a broke person can get where I'm li- where I lived off peanut butter and crackers because I didn't like Roman noodles. Uh, I mean, I've been there, folks. I've been there and, and, and I, I, I take my word for it. Um, 
you could go deliver my goodness the uber delivery foods or all the food services that are out there you can take a couple hours a day and deliver food and that would be better than driving up your credit card costs so that that's my public service announcement for for on point with victor but uh, now we will move on with with show and and uh and more show uh look i i already touched on this the economy uh, it, it you can say this economy is on the brink. You could you could say this as soon as Biden was elected. When Biden came into office, he had a roaring economy. Now, yeah, we were recovering from the lockdowns and all that ridiculousness. Uh, but Donald J. Trump had us going in the right path. Because once Donald Trump figured out that he had been snookered by Fauci and that he was being snookered and played by the Democrats, he started giving the signals, okay, you've got to open your states. We've got to open this country. We've got to start, uh, we've, we've got to keep taxes low. Let's watch out what we're spending and let's get the economy fired. So, and by the time November of 2020 came along, this economy was showing real, real signs of growth and was really on the right path. And then what happens? Biden gets elected. And Biden comes in and he starts with this save, save America crap. We've got to spend ourselves into oblivion. Even though if Biden had done nothing, just taking Trump's economic policies and continued them, my goodness, what a better place we would be in now. And, and, and then heck, maybe Biden, maybe they wouldn't be on the brink of losing, uh, the House and the Senate, which they are going to lose in November. But instead, the Democrats, as look, you know their mantra. Don't you ever forget the Democrats' mantra, and that mantra is, don't let a crisis go to waste. And that is the way the Democrats played this. The Democrats came into office in 2020, 2021, and, uh, and, and look, I know I'm not going to hash out whether it was stolen or not. Of course there was some fraud. Of course there was. Uh, but what's done is done. And, and when he came into office and the Democrats came and ran into office in 2021, they started this business of don't let a crisis go to waste. And that is why they've tried to prolong COVID and they prolonged it as long as they could so they could spend, spend, spend. So don't tell me and the American people that uh, it's Putin's inflation and it's Putin's gas and it's Putin this and Putin that. All of this stuff was going south. And not in a good way. All of this stuff was going down the tubes. Every indicator for the economy started pointing downward when when Biden put forth his policies. And that is just a fact. And anybody out there that wants to challenge me on it, hey, you're more than welcome to. You can challenge me all you want, uh, but I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, uh, the facts are there. You can't come into an office. You can't bring your political party in. And and look, folks, in 2021, the, they took care. They, the the Democrats took over the executive branch. They took over the legislative branch, and those are the two branches. Legislatures put forth the laws, and the executive branch signs them into law. And so you can't bring a full-fledged Washington control. That's, and I mean the Democrats control the presidency, they control the legislature, and they control the bureaucracy. They control everything there is to be in Washington. And then they put forth all their policies, which were the exact opposite of what Trump and the Republicans were doing. And then, so you can't enact the exact opposite of what your predecessor was doing and then tell me it's not your fault when everything goes south. That's just, that. look, this is just simple common sense and logic, which is what you're going to get on the On Point with Victor show. 
So right now, we're at a point where the economy is on the brink. We, we've got negative growth. We, 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 the, the labor market is, is – look, I, some of you are out there, and especially you Democrats listen to me, are going, oh, but we have 3% unemployment, 3% unemployment. You know what? It's easy to get 3% unemployment when you're not counting the number of Americans who aren't working and when you're not counting the number of Americans who stopped looking for work. And right now we've got a pretty abysmal uh, labor uh, participation rate. And and look, you can look it up. Go back and look at what the labor participation was under Donald Trump before COVID, and you look at what it is today. There's too many people sitting on the sidelines. There's too many Americans not working, which is causing the labor problem, which can also be a, a trace to Biden and not Putin. We don't have a labor problem in this country because of Putin. And uh, so these are policies that the, the Biden administration have put in. They put them in with a smile on their face. Now they're having to deal with it. If you remember... When inflation started going through the roof, the Democrats and the Biden administration didn't didn't blame Putin. They didn't blame Ukraine. They they said it was transitory. Oh, this inflation is just transitory. This is drive-by inflation. This is Trump's fault. We're going to take care of it because our policies are taking effect. Well, we all know now. We all you should have known then that the, the inflation was not transitory. We know now that it's not, and it's still going up. So, so what did Biden do? Oh well, he can't blame it on Trump anymore. He can't say it's transitory. So then he started blaming Putin and the Ukraine, and then and who knows who he's blaming now? He may be blaming the justices. Somehow the Supreme Court is going to be now the cause of inflation and uh, gas prices. And I mean, it's just a mess. It's a mess. And and so, look, I. I I'm going to find some good news before this show is over because I, I like to at least have some sort of good news during the show. I don't like to bring doom and gloom, but I also have to talk about what's going on today, and, and I cannot sugarcoat the economy, and I want you to be prepared. The best way to, to weather a slowing economy is to be prepared for it. And David. And I know you gave it up a couple of weeks ago, a baby formula for your drink of choice. <laughs> I but, had to, and you know, I'm trying to grow, David. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's, Biden and his policies are bringing down the wrath of mothers now. Oh, man, David, that's a with, great point. With no formula, and we're talking about empty shelves, mm-hmm. and I feel for the truck drivers that you know can't fill their tanks up my god at a thousand two thousand dollars to fill up Mm -hmm. that's that's absolutely ludicrous and man you know they just they can't afford it and when they can't move their products then that's gonna the store shelves are just gonna be that much more they'll be empty to the total extent and uh you bring up a good point because the formula – I mean, did you ever think in the United States – that's third world problems. That's not United States problems. So you ever think we would get to this point where, no. where mothers couldn't feed their babies? And, and, David, to your point about truckers, what we're seeing with the formula, the lack of formula and, and, and this crisis that's developing right now is a foreshadow to what's to come. There, What's the next product? We probably know, but we don't. We haven't realized it yet. No, I've stocked up on it. Yeah, stock up on a TV. <laughs> no, but there's going to be there's going to be other. We still have empty shelves. If you go when you go to the market, you're going to see empty shelves. But when you get to an item like formula, 
what's I mean, what's next? Insulin? What kind of medication are we going to be short on? Because uh, so much of this comes out of China. Um, so we're getting into things now that are being shortage that are our third and fourth world problems, not United States problems. So when the American people and and what is the saying, David? No, there's no wrath like the wrath of a mother. We're about to see like it. Like a the, woman's wrath, yeah. Yeah, like a woman's wrath. So they're, they're, the, the, the Biden administration and the Democrats are about to see what wrath women can bring. And it ain't going to bring the pro-abortion wrath of women. It's going to be the women who can't feed their babies. Um, so many women vote on security, and crime is through the roof. And a lot of women will vote based on their children and if they can't it's one thing to not to for a for a family to or a mother to feel like she can't protect her child it's another thing when that mother's afraid she can't feed that child and this i mean it's going to go straight to the polls you know david i'm glad you brought that up because there was a oh my gosh i don't remember uh it might have been on fox news this morning or or some news show sent some reporters out to some rural parts and different parts of uh gosh i think it was arizona maybe i think it was i think it was arizona i think it was maricopa county and some some area around there and they went out and they asked uh women they 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 found women in stores and grocery stores and they just went out and asked um is this potential row all this mess the leak and everything is is that your issue to vote for in 2020 not one person not one woman they talked to said that that was going to affect their vote they 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 were talking about inflation they talked about one lady came out of the grocery store and spent four hundred dollars on her was her grocery bill and she said no i'm voting because she goes i'm voting republican because of what it just cost me to buy my she said a year uh, when donald trump was president i paid half of this and now she's paying double. And that's the kind of thing that people are going to vote on. So they did this whole little uh, episode or segment on out and about and asking women. And, uh, and and not all of these women were Republican. There were four or five or more. I'm, I can't remember. The, it might have been 20 women they talked to completely. And I think five or so were said that we're Democrats and we're probably going to vote Democrat. But it's not because of the, the abortion issue. And then you had all these other women who said uh, – in fact, there was another woman who used to be a Democrat and said she's voting Republican. So, But all, none of them said that, that, the, that the abortion issue was going to change their mind. All of them said that they were more likely to vote because of the inflation – because of the cost of food, and now we got the formula shortage. So, look, I you know. By the way, that doesn't yeah. just affect the mother mm-hmm. uh, that can't feed her baby. This is off grandparents. Oh, absolutely. Think about it. Oh, I mean, the, you know, the whole family is going to. I mean, but that's true, David. So you're going to have uh, whatever grip that the Democrats thought they had on the elderly. They're they're losing all their vote. The only this could be this could be the face of the Democrat Party, and the Republicans should run with this. And I give them permission now. I'll give the Republicans permission to run with this. The face of the Democrat Party right now is the Uber White Karens. That's the face of the Democrat Party. If you look at the, the who's out in front of the justices' homes uh, with their little protest and threatening the justices, uh, they are overwhelmingly white women that are doing this. And, in fact, I'm pretty sure I saw some lesbians out there. Now, I don't know why a lesbian would be uh, uh, out there. I mean, come on, really? Because if a lesbian gets pregnant, 
it's pretty well planned that that they want to be pregnant and they want to have a kid. So I'm not so sure how many lesbians are lining up for abortion, so I'm not so sure why. So anyway, I probably shouldn't go down that rabbit hole. I'll get us in trouble. Media Matters is probably on their brink right now. But, uh, but you know, it, 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 but this is this is the face of the Democrat Party. So if you are a, a black family out there and you've been told all your life to vote for a Democrat – Maybe this is maybe this is the issue that gets you to wake up and go. Wait a minute these these Democrats today do not have my interest at heart. As a Hispanic, I can tell you I'm constantly talking to Hispanics and fellow Hispanics who are going. This is not the Democrat Party that I was told about, and and they're moving to the GOP. And I am telling you, there's a lot of black families, including young black men, who are moving to the Republican Party, and it's because today's Democrat is not turning out to be the Democrats they were told about. Uh, and and my goodness, if you if, if abortion is an issue for you, and you're a black family, go look up Margaret Sanger. Go look up who started the Planned Parenthood and her reasonings behind wanting to put those places in overwhelmingly black neighborhoods. Go look it up. There's a history there, and and if you and go look at the number of, of of black babies that have been aborted. I mean, if you're a black family, the Democrats just don't have your best interest at heart. They just don't. And and they're being run. I'm, I'm dead serious when I'm telling you this. The face of the Democrat Party is the white, angry Karen. It is a bunch of white, angry women that are pushing the activist agenda in the Democrat Party. It's the angry white woman on the Democrat Party that wants to put you in a mask. It's the angry white woman on the Democrat uh, – Karen. It's the angry white Karen on the Democrat side. And my apology to my friends who are named Karen <laughs> because, look, you're just kind of stuck. I mean, that's your name. <laughs> so, but I won't include you in this description. But um, but the face of the Democrat Party is the angry white Karen. The angry white Karen wants you to, to be forced to have a shot, but they want to scream – my body, my choice when it comes to the the abortion issue, but they want you to be forced to have a shot of a of a flu shot that hasn't even been. I mean, come on, has it only been around for a while now? I'm not saying don't get your flu shot if you're an elderly person. I think you should. Um, if you've got comorbidities, I think you should. But remember, if you're taking that vaccine and it's helped you, you better be thinking Donald J. Trump. Because he's the one that had that happen. He's the reason that there are three vaccines that work. Uh, but anyway, but the point is you should never be forced to take a flu shot. And let's face it, it's not a vaccine. It's a flu shot. So the angry white Karen wants to force you to get a shot in your arm. The angry white Karen wants you to be forced to wear a mask. The angry white Karen wants you to believe men can be pregnant. The angry white Karen is telling you there is no gender. The angry white Karen wants uh, your young girls to be in a bathroom with boys. That is the face of the Democrat Party. And, and I, I I can't sugarcoat you, it. Yeah, go ahead, David. Did you see what uh, Oregon did? No. Enlighten us. Starting uh, this school year, all bathrooms, boys and girls, oh, no. will have feminine hygiene products <laughs> in them. Okay. If a dude is using a feminine hygiene product... I don't even want to know what their goal is. <laughs> so I mean, this is from grade school through high school. So, David, 
how many cases in the emergency room are we going to have with I'll bet you the uh, fees for proctologists are about to go way <laughs> up <laughs> because probably. I probably I, I uh, look I again it's the angry so the angry white Karen now wants tampons in the boys bathroom in the men's bathroom what are they telling these boys to do with these tampons and these feminine hygienes I I mean I look it's it's okay I I don't know I'm almost at a loss of words, David. <laughs> I, it came out yesterday, and I uh, I called my best friend in, in Oregon and, and was kidding him about his tax dollar at work. And uh, they came out with this that you can check it. So, David, does that include uh, birth control? Do you, will they put birth control now available to young teenagers, boys, twelve-year-olds? Be- because I got I got news for the Democrats um, or the angry Karens. I don't care how hard a guy I'm going to try to be clean, but I don't care how hard one guy tries to impregnate the other dude. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> They're not going to get pregnant. Well, you know, this <laughs> is uh, going along with what I I started about the the formula and the parents being upset. They're upset, and it's already showing up. They're upset about mm-hmm. what's going on in schools. Mm-hmm. And then in Oregon, this yeah. is pulling this. And Oregon, to my knowledge, is the only state that's pulling that's this. Pulling this. And it'll probably spread to California. It'll spread to New York and New Jersey. I, isn't that but something, David? Isn't just, that something? I mean, it's, it's talking about... It's sad. You know, well, and, and they're propagating... 12-year-old pregnancies. Yeah. You know? Oh, I, it's terrible what they're doing to and kids. It's just, it's, Instead it's, of teaching them math, reading, <laughs> I mean, comprehension, critical thinking. Uh, well, you know, I, it, it's sad. Well, you know, David, that brings makes me think of something else, and I guess we're going to head to break here. Yeah. But before we get to break, think about this, folks. Think about this. The Democrats and the white angry Karens will, will call uh, January 6th an insurrection. They will call as parent as David alluded to, they will call parents who are concerned about what their kids are learning in government schools. They'll call them terrorists, but they won't call the people firebombing uh, health centers and people standing in front of the justices. They won't uh, homes trying to intimidate a justice. They won't call them terrorists. Think about that, and we will be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. 
For more information, and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. So, I mean, I'm not kidding, folks. The the face of the Democrat Party, a bunch of angry white Karens. And, uh, and, and if that's what they want to go to November with, hey, bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, I, I mean, my goodness, November is going to be quite the uh, – uh, it's going to be earth-moving. It's going to be earth-shattering, whatever th- words I can think of to describe it, uh, at least right now. I mean, look, things can happen. We're, we're still quite a few months away. Um, but I, I, I would tell you – Right now, the data is just getting worse and worse for Biden, which which is why they're frailing around, which is why they're they're trying to jump on this uh, Roe versus um, Wade. They're trying to you know jump on this and and again, remember you heard it here first because it's probably the first place you heard it. We don't even really know if Roe versus Wade is going to be uh, shot down. We don't know that now on the basis. Uh, should it be? And and you know, if you can turn off your emotions and take off your D's, take off your R's, and just look at the Constitution, there is no enumerated power protecting abortion. So Roe versus Wade really, really could. And and honestly, it would be the best thing. And this is what I what kills me about liberals and angry Karens. The best thing that could happen for the abortion issue is for Roe Ro Wade to be thrown out because it, all it does is go back to the states. Let me tell you something. There's been abortion in this country a hundred and something years before 1973. Roe versus Wade was decided by a bunch, by seven white dudes who, <laughs> who wanted, you know, I'm not even going to get into it. But anyway, it, it was decided in, uh, in, in 1973. There were abortions well before 1973. So, uh, all this does, all they did in 1973 is you had seven dudes sitting on the court that said, yeah, there's no constitutional law for this, but we're going to make it. We're going to decree because we don't want you, the people, to vote on it. We don't want democracy to, to happen. I mean, I'm so serious about this, folks, and listen to this and, and use this use this when, when, when some people will argue with you about Roe versus Wade because Roe versus Wade is, is actually the opposite of democracy. A, a court should not be an activist court no to the right or to the left. They shouldn't be an activist either way, and they can't decree law, and that's what they did with Roe. They took it out of the hands of the people. Now, if Roe falls, it goes to the hands of the people. That's democracy. If you want democracy, then your state should vote on it and have what it do whatever it wants to do. And David, you look like you got a comment. Well, because one of us was uh, alive and well, and and probably oh, right. more into uh, <laughs> into uh, politics than Be- right younger, before seventy three. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know the one thing that I haven't heard a word about this, but if you go back to nineteen seventy three, circle back. To part of the reasoning behind this, Mm -hmm. you hit it on the head. Yes, there were abortions going on. Mm -hmm. There's always been abortions. Back Mm -hmm. to biblical times, there have always been abortions. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that was brought up in 73 many, many times was the fact that, and one of the reasons that the Supreme Court had jumped in, 
was the fact that many, many women were dying from, quote, unquote, bike alley abortion. Right, right. They could go out, uh, you know, and have their abortion, Mm -hmm. but not many, not because it was illegal for a doctor to perform an abortion. Right. And so they couldn't be in a sterile environment environment mm-hmm. and you know and have it uh, medically really right. done right so you didn't know you know everything from there coat was, hangers there was, it was yeah there was too was many terrible. pop-up stands yeah. uh, you know and the other thing that i will say here now look if you ask me uh and some people have they've been sending me in from uh emails and uh i i think honestly my my gut feeling is they should just leave roe alone and let the states handle it i don't think uh it's something that that the either either way, whether Roe stands or Roe falls, the states are already doing what they should have been doing to begin with. So honestly, I think it's capital wasted, I should say, on the Republican side uh, to even push for this. But whatever, um, it, 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 Roe doesn't change anything, and that's what you need to understand. So if you're out there and if you're an abortion person uh, or or that's your issue, it's not going to change either way, uh, no. whether Roe stands or falls. But here's the other thing, David, to your point. You know, back then in 73 and before 73 and even shortly after, we didn't have the technology that we have with with uh, ultrasounds. We didn't have the technology that, that we have now. Uh, because if you look, and I, and I alluded to this last week, the, the abortions have been falling throughout our country. The number of abortions have been falling. And the most reason they've been falling is because of the technology. Now when a woman goes in, she can they can do an ultrasound and show her on a TV, this is the arms, this is the nose, these are the eyes. And that has convinced a lot of women to go, oh my gosh, it is a baby, and I'm not going to abort it. And that's that's a natural thing, and that's their decision, and, and great. But that's been happening on its own, which is why I think politicians should stay out of this. We've naturally been, been decreasing in abortions because women have been seeing the technology Technology and when they're shown, uh, and and when women go to some of these health clinics and they're told, well, if you have an abortion at this time, they're going to rip this arm off and they're going to rip that and they're going to suck this out, and then and a lot of women women change their minds, and that that I, I, my libertarian side, the government should stay out of it. And the other thing I would say that you've got not only the technology so better, um, and and. You've got women now, the most arduent, uh, if I'm saying that correctly, because, you know, I have brain farts every now and then, but the, 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 the biggest proponents of the pro-life movement, number one, they're women. Number two, the biggest, 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 biggest pro-life women are women who had abortions already. And they, and, and now they, they, they regret it or they've just come to say, my goodness, now I know what that was and I, and I, I'm ashamed that I did it, no matter what the reason. But, but the most stringent pro-life people are women and many of them are women who had abortions. So, I mean, I think they know what they're talking about. But again, the libertarian, libertarian in me says, Politicians stay out of it, and and to me there is no difference. And honestly, it's not just me. There is no difference if Roe stands or Roe falls. The the states have already taken this issue on. Uh, California will allow you to basically uh, in, have commit infanticide because I believe it's California and even Virginia governor. They passed a law where I'm pretty sure it was the Virginia governor that said, "Well, when the baby's born, we'll 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 keep it warm and nice, and then we'll we'll have a conversation with the doctor and the parents to decide what to do." with it 
that's infanticide, folks. It was already born. No way around it. But that's what was happening in Virginia, and I'm sure in California, I'm sure in New York. So there are states that are going already uh, going beyond, well beyond um, what was what would be considered, I guess, a normal abortion if there is such a thing. Uh, so. I, you murder. Know, yeah, exactly. I mean, when you look at it, I'm sorry. I, that's what it is. And, and, but again, I, I don't want the government on either side of this. I, and, and look, if your family decides to do it, you're going to answer to whatever God you answer to. And, uh, I want the government out of it. So that's, that's my, Honest opinion, my libertarian opinion. The only reason I talk about it late, and again, you guys know that I don't really like to talk about abortion on this show, and the only reason we're talking about it now is because this is a constitutional decision, and I want you people to to uh, rest assured, I guess, and feel you shouldn't be fighting about it with anyone. If people, if you've got friends that are pro-abortion and you've got friends that are pro-life, big deal, whatever. I mean, you can be friends with everybody because Roe isn't going to change a thing. Whether Roe stands or Roe falls, it isn't going to change anything. All it'll, if it falls, it goes back to the states. If it stands, it's already the states are already the the states are using Roe and the the thought that Roe may be overturned. They're using that to take control of it, which they should have done to begin with, because the federal government there is no enumerated power to even deal and get into to abortion, and that should be the thing for uh, so many other issues that the government federal government needs to get out of. And while I'm talking about enumerated powers. Let us always remember. Let's remember this fight we're having now. Let's remember what the Democrats are doing now. Let's remember what these activists are doing, hunting down the justices' homes. When when these Democrats dox sitting justices and they're standing in front of their homes, you know, you're putting their neighbors at danger. You're putting children at danger. You're putting the justices at danger. You're, you're intimidating a judge. And let me remind Joe Brandon there is a law against these what these protesters are doing. Uh, Jen Psaki, let me remind you, as you push and you oh, give the okay for these so-called protests to happen in front of the houses of a justice, uh, you need to go read um, – uh, let's see, my goodness, it's uh, – I think it's uh, co- eight in the code, in the United States Code, it's 18 section 1503. Uh, you go look at that that law. It is against the law to approach a justice's house with the intent of intimidating uh, or scaring them with fear. Uh, that that means standing and screaming at them from the streets into their front yards and all that. It's illegal. And the, notice that the Biden White House, the Brandon White House, is doing nothing. It took two weeks or so. Uh, before the White House would come out and say, oh, well, we're not, we don't want violence. We just want peaceful protest. The White House gave the stamp of approval for these people to go to the, to the houses of these Supreme Court justices knowing that it's illegal. But you've got a Biden White House that, that stands in, in cahoots with the, and runs the Justice Department. The Justice Department is supposed to be free and clear no matter who is president. And the Justice Department is supposed to just, hey, this is the law. We're going to inter- we're going to enforce laws. But the Justice Department will not enforce U.S. Code 181503, which is it is illegal for you to go and stand in front of a justice's house and intimidate them or put fear to them. And that's what these people are doing. But the Justice Department under Joe Brandon will not do anything about it. They will go after parents showing up at a school meeting 
and deem them terrorists and have them arrested. That is what your Justice Department has done. But they won't go and stop these people from putting uh, fear <clears throat> into these justices just for doing their job. Look, you may agree or disagree with a justice, but that's our system, and our system works. So this is what I'm going to say before we go to the next break. This is what I'm going to say. You remember now, ladies and gentlemen, you remember now what these Democrats are doing. Remember, there's no enumerated power protecting abortion, but these people are fighting to the death and, and, and using fear. They're firebombing health centers and trying to burn them down. They're threatening people. They're writing threatening messages on walls of health clinics. Uh, they're seeking out Supreme Court justices' homes to use intimidation. And this law hasn't even been struck down yet, but this is what they're doing, of a law that's not even really a law protected in the Constitution. You remember all this that they've done. Because when the Second Amendment comes up again, there is an enumerated power protecting the Second Amendment. There is an enumerated power, a God-given right for everyone to see in the Second Amendment that gives we the people the right to bear arms. In fact, there should be no law written, and it specifically says, Congress shall not infringe on your right as an American citizen to bear arms. And of course, I'm paraphrasing. But there's an enumerated right. So you remember, you remember, ladies and gentlemen, when, when the next case comes up to the United States involving gun rights, you remember how these Democrats have lost their minds over over a law that's not even that's not an enumerated power, not protected by the Constitution. It hasn't even been struck down yet. We don't even know if it's going to be struck down. But you look at the, what the Democrats are doing. You look at what these crazy activists are doing. You look at the people they're putting in danger. You look at the property they're destroying. And then you remember that when the court comes down and they protect and, and uphold the Second Amendment and they start losing their minds again. Because right now, they want to burn the Supreme Court to the ground. But if the Supreme Court were throwing out the Second Amendment and your right to bear arms, they would be cheering the Supreme Court. And let me put it to you this way, too. If this were a, a Second Amendment case and they were about to strike down the Second Amendment, what would happen if gun owners went to the houses of uh, of, of the, the liberal justices? Do you think they would even make it to the neighborhood Heck no. They would be arrested by the Justice Department before they even step foot off the entrance to the exit ramp to get to those justices' homes. So this cannot stand, folks. It cannot stand. Look, I'm not angry. I'm just right. And we'll be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. 
And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back. Look, folks, you're listening to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armanderas, the Mexican, not afraid to be American. Look, I got a uh, call and <laughs> listener in Marietta, and uh, it's funny. He said, bring on the man ponds. <laughs> you know what? That A company should – that's just brilliant. There, some company ought to just run with this, and I don't know what you'd put in the box but just make a box and call them man ponds and sell them to all these ridiculous places in oregon <laughs> i mean make your money look i there there's nothing wrong it is pure americanism and ingenuity to make money off the stupidity of politicians and if politicians are going to be dumb enough to want to put tampons and 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 feminine products into the men's bathroom well then make your make a box make this wonderful packaging call them man ponds <laughs> And sell them to these fools. If they're willing to buy them, hey, make your money. I, I, I am a 100% a capitalist. Well, and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> your, your buddy woke Abrams. I'm sure she'll oh, jump all over this. My goodness. She, and, uh, I'm sure we, she will. We have to. She has to be stopped. Oh, 100%. And I'll get to that in a minute, David. I'll okay, get to I'm a little sorry, bit of that. I didn't no, mean to step that, on you. That's okay. You're the legend, and you just you, you instinctively almost know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> but that's why you're the legend. <laughs> so, but, I, you know, I, I think this is hilarious. This this listener in, in, in Marietta, I mean, kudos. We should come up with a, a man-pond marketing scheme. I mean, I'm telling you, that that's just great. And uh, and then, you know what? He also said that I guess they could use them as for nosebleeds. So maybe we make little man-pond. Man swab, man pond swabs to help with nosebleeds and put those into the bathroom. I mean, I, I, I the people, the, the these moron politicians in Oregon, if they're going to do this, how could they say no to buying a box of man pond <laughs> swabs? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, go ahead, David. Well, I was just thinking, uh, Biden has done a, a good job of uh, showing how to. Um, how can I say it? Maybe a need for man ponds. Um, he's stuck it to everybody else, so he continues to do it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> he's, you know, I could go somewhere with that, but I'm going to be clean and I'm going to keep it clean because, look, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know, there are some things I can say here that I can get away with, but on Thursday, I'm sitting in uh, for Eric Erickson, and I have to be way cleaner on his show, and I have to be way nicer on his show, so I've, I've got to get my mind in, this, in the mindset of the Eric Erickson show. Um, Does that and, mean my invitation to join you has been canceled? I'm afraid, David, that they just, <laughs> they took one look at the legend and said, I don't think we can, I don't think they have a dump button quick enough <laughs> to keep up with you, but, uh, but you know. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I, I did. Let me go ahead and, and plug myself. I should say. Um, no, this, wait a second. After what we've been talking about, oh right, no, oh wait, that's the wrong. Man, that is horrible language on my part. Ah, oh, David, thank you very much. I mean, we're talking about man ponds, and here I go talking about plugging myself. Yeah. Oh, that is that is not uh, a good host. Man, I, I lost it there. <laughs> Thanks, David, for pointing that out. Uh, look, I, on Thursday, I will be uh, sitting in for Eric Erickson and the Eric Erickson Show from 12 to 3 Eastern Time. Uh, you can find it at ericerickson.com. Uh, you can find a link for the show. 
if you're in Georgia, just tune into WSB 95.5. I mean, that is, they are the flagship station, their largest talk show station in the southeast, if not the country. Um, so if you've got that station, listen to them if you're in Georgia and other uh, surrounding states. Uh, or you can just uh, go online, WSB.com. You can get the WSB app. Uh, but make sure you turn, tune in and listen to me on Thursday from 12 to 3. And if you're in Georgia, it'll be WSB 95.5. Uh, or you can listen online. Or if you're in uh, surrounding states or any state across the country, just Google Eric Erickson. Find a station near you. <laughs> and uh, you're going to listen to the On Point with Victor. Well, you're going to listen with Victor from On Point with Victor. Uh, we're going to have fun on Thursday. We're going to have a lot of fun uh, from 12 to 3. Uh, but now, you know, I <clears throat> let me move on a little bit. You know, I, I'll, I'll take a break here for a second because I've got a friend of mine who, my goodness, I haven't seen her in a long time. But I went to high school with her, and today is her birthday. So I want to give a shout-out to Laura Dermer. Happy birthday. I'm not going to give out your age, even though I know how old you are because Facebook told me so. <laughs> so you, you might want to take that. No, I'm kidding. Look, I, uh, Laura Dermer, happy birthday, and I hope everything is going well. Um, my goodness, we were – my gosh. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but – we were uh, we went to high school together, and uh, it is her birthday today. So I hope all is well. And uh, and look, I, I also I, let me say this because you listeners in California, you listeners in Utah and uh, Arizona, Texas, Tennessee, New York, New Jersey, uh, Massachusetts, you know, all you guys, I want you to bear with me a little bit because I am going to get to a little Georgia news today because we have to talk about the governor's race, and and I'll do it. Because this race in Georgia is going to have implications across the country. I mean, it, it just is. Uh, all eyes are, are on our governor's race right now. All eyes are going to be on the primary that's coming up in, gosh, two weeks. Two weeks. So, uh, But let me, let me end the, the conversation that we've been having. Let me end it this way. When you look at the tactics that the Democrats are using, when you look at the tactics that these, these activists are using, the Biden White House, they're okaying these tactics – it's not okay. Look, I don't care what side, again, I don't care what side of the issue you're on. Um, any issue that comes, any decision that comes from the court should be respected. If you want to fight a decision that comes into the court, then you go to your state and you get your legislature to start doing something. Or you write your congressman, you write your senator, and you get the federal government, you get the legislator to do so. The only people that can pass laws and create laws are is the legislature. So if the Supreme Court strikes something down, then you go back to work. And, and, and if you think that there are enough people on your side for an issue, then you go win them over. That's the way our system works. But what you should not do is go out and hunt down a justice's house and start camping out on their front yard and threatening them. Don't go to a health center who's actually trying to help people. Um, I don't care if you believe in life or not. But you don't go to a health center and firebomb it because there's somebody in there trying to talk to a counsel, a teenager or counsel, a lady who, who, who for we it's none of our business. Why a, a, a woman goes to a health center to get consultation. None of our business. No, I don't care if she's at Planned Parenthood. I don't care if she's at at a pro-life health center. But to firebomb a, pro, a pro-life center like what's happened this weekend. Those people need to be hunted down, hunted down and put in jail. But the Biden administration doesn't care. They love violence when the violence helps them. 
Uh, and you want examples? Go look at Maxine Waters uh, several years ago when she stood in front of a crowd of people and told them, you, you, you go form a crowd if you see a conservative at a gas station, if you see a conservative at a grocery store. She told them to form a mob. And then you tell those people they're not welcome. Uh, excuse me, Maxine Waters. If you're a citizen of this United States or you're here on a green card or you're here with some type of visa, then you are welcome in this country. We have freedom and liberty here. You have the first. We have the First Amendment. And I don't care if you disagree with me or not, Maxine Waters. I'm welcome in this country. But that woman, an elected Democrat, stood in front of a crowd of people and said, you form a mob and you tell conservatives they're not welcome in this country. That is pushing violence. That's your Democrat Party. And you you had uh, the Bernie Sanders supporter who shot up a Republican softball game or practice. And damn near killed Representative Scalise. That's violence. How long did it take them to come out and speak up against that violence? What did they do before that guy picked up a weapon and went and did that? The the Democrat Party, look, in 2020, there were over 500 riots. And I mean riots. They burned cities down. They burned churches. They burned stores. They took over neighborhood blocks. And the Democrat Party sat by and said, oh, those are peaceful protests. Those are emotional protests. They stood by and did nothing while property was being destroyed. Laws were being broken. Protesting is one thing. Rioting is another. Protesting is legal. Rioting is illegal. And for 2020, we had over 500 riots, millions and millions of dollars of property destroyed, and the Democrats did nothing but encourage it. And then along comes January 6th in 2021, and a few people went into the Capitol. Most of them took pictures. A few of them got out of hand. And the Democrats call that an insurrection. You have neighborhood parents who are going to their schools because during COVID, they actually finally realized what the government schools were teaching their kids. And most parents don't like it. And so parents got off their couch. They went to the schools, and they started getting involved. And the teachers didn't like it, and the Democrats didn't like it. And the Biden Justice Department labeled parents terrorists. There was no violence going on at these school board meetings. There were just angry parents wanting to know, why are you teaching my kid what you're teaching my kid? And why wasn't I notified? And the Biden administration calls them terrorists. And now here we are, a Supreme Court justice just doing their job. They were appointed, some appointed by Democrats, some appointed by Republicans. And they're supposed to interpret the Constitution. And when a ruling comes down, half the country's not going to like it and half the country's going to like it. We have to live with that. That's why we have a judicial branch. That's why when I said earlier that the Democrats control Washington because the Democrats control the bureaucracy, the Democrats control the executive branch, and the Democrats control the legislative branch. The reason why I left out the judicial branch is because the judicial branch is the one branch that is not supposed to be political. The judicial branch is supposed to interpret the Constitution. The judicial branch cannot make law. They cannot decree law. The judicial branch is there to interpret law. Therefore, 
the third branch of government, while yes, it is considered equal branch of government, it is not a political branch of government and should never be political. But when when bozos and radicals hunt down Supreme Court justices to scare them, to fear, put fear in their kids, to to intimidate them when by standing and protesting and screaming at them in their front yards, which is against the law, by the way. But when it's allowed to happen, then you're starting to politicize the Supreme Court, and that should never be allowed. And again, I don't care what side of the issue you're on. I don't care. You need to respect the fact that we have the greatest system on the planet. We have a republic form of government, which is the greatest form of government on this planet. We've demonstrated it for 250 years almost. And when we allow a bunch of out-of-control uneducated or in some cases overeducated intellectuals most of them 98% of them white Karens when we allow them to break the law and intimidate a Supreme Court justice by hunting their house down we are allowing the Supreme Court to become a politicized institution and that is not going to end well for anyone because the the the, the Supreme Court decision that you disagree with today you may agree with one tomorrow but if we politicize and allow the supreme court to be politicized what good is it going to do it's going to collapse and if the democrats get their way and pack the court what good is the court going to be the supreme court will no longer be the place to where the constitution uh survives the day it'll be where the Democrats get laws decreed because they can't get them passed in the legislature, in the legislative, and that's an awful, awful road to go down. So please, please, ladies and gentlemen, when you're talking to your friends, if you have some friends that are all been out of case, because we don't even have a decision yet. And again, remember, you heard it here on on point with Victor. I I'm not so sure that the Roe versus Wade is going to be thrown out. We haven't seen the case decision yet. We don't know. We don't know. We won't know until June. And I would venture to say that it's probably going to be upheld. And then how stupid are these people going to feel? But look at the damage being done to the courts. When a Supreme Court justice cannot do their job and then go home and spend time with their family, that is an awful thing and a bad road to go down so all right ladies and gentlemen we gots to go stay tuned for locked and loaded it's coming up next and uh thursday don't forget tune into the eric erickson show i will be uh guest hosting uh thursday 12 to 3 wsb or just look it up find it anywhere all right locked and loaded's up next thanks goodbye the views opinions and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on america's web radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.